are listening to an interview series on YouTube and Eastern Bloc. You're listening to a Mutech and Eastern Bloc collaboration, a series of interviews exclusively produced for this 23rd edition of the Mutech Festival in 2022. I'm Malta Leander, and you're about to hear a conversation together with Liliane Schlela, Lebanese producer and hybrid DJ, a multifaceted creator with the current home base here in Montreal, with one foot in Beirut, all whilst maintaining a busy touring schedule. But here we are now in your home here in Montreal, where you're just sticking around for another few days before the next travels. Yes, hi, and welcome, uh, welcome to my uh, humble uh, abode. <laughs> A humble living. Um, also, Lilian, your, your most recent album is titled Safala, uh, a heavy album of dark electronic beats, blending gritty distortion with softer soundscapes, much of it being a, a reflection in audio form upon the past few years of, of tense series of events and political situations Lebanon has seen. Um, but from what I understand, this album was produced during quite a short period of time. Um, can you talk a bit more about what was the triggering event for you to start this process or producing this record? Um, it was actually a quite fast uh, production phase for this album. I mean, for for even the rest of the albums too. Um, producing it took about... I mean, for my part, not the mixing and mastering. It took about a week or two uh, tops. Um, and there was no specific trigger for it. Uh, and that's how I usually work. I just, uh, I just obey <laughs> to, you know, I abide by whatever uh, I feel the need to, uh, to work on something. So it's not really planned or it's not really triggered by something. But of course, it is directly related uh, to whatever uh, was happening in Beirut. And now it's even worse than before. Um, it's not a direct reflection, of course. It's not a, a textbook kind of... Uh, <laughs> you From know. a personal stand, of standpoint course. and of angle. Course. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so the production phase took about a week or two. Then the mix and master, and then uh, it took a little while, but uh, yeah, uh, here we are. <laughs> a year and a half later, no, a year later. A, a year, year and a later. later, yeah, mm. <laughs> with the album. So, I mean, it's, it's not only, as you're saying, political and, and social commentary, um, but Safal also holds personal links to ancestors and, and family, as some building blocks to the album is tying back to your grandmother, if I understand it. Um, What's the story behind that? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, the titles of the album, uh, Safala, actually come from uh, an incantation my late grandma used to say to me and to you know, uh, the rest of my family. It was just some sort of prayer to um, uh, you know, uh, chase off the evil eye or... Uh, you know, it was just a, kind of a, a cute bond that we used to have uh, that she always used to, you know, uh, say whenever I was feeling down or feeling a bit low. Uh, so it was just a bit uh, something to hold on to for a little while. Um, and so, uh, as I said, these titles are taken from from that prayer, prayer let's say. Um, and 
the the way the album actually reacts to itself and the way the sounds interact with each other or completely break each other have to do with the notion of uh, good and evil and how how these two entities react uh, and destroy each other or morph into each other um, based on these uh, building blocks actually right um, well it's Approaching your your process of, of composition for, for this album and, and the past, it seems like improvisation is something that is allowed to take place in both in your performances and building live sets upon a range of different sound sources. Um, but with with the latest album, as you mentioned, you know, having heavy connotations upon some important and sensitive topics. I'm I'm curious to hear how your hear your thoughts on being able to maintain this tension and focus while still allowing for this spontaneous exchange perhaps in in a in a, in a live performance mm -hmm. um, my my musical my musical background basically um, has always been uh, centered around improv, uh, be it in all my life and uh, collective projects or solo projects. Uh, I've spent a lot of time performing uh, live with different musicians coming from very different musical backgrounds. And um, most of, of these projects, if not all of them, were always based on live improv. Uh, so in a way, uh, the, the way my brain works is mostly related to that, to how, uh, how I, I could be able to translate anything, uh, you know, uh, on the spot uh, into sounds, into different passage, into different interactions with uh, uh, different people. So this process to me is what I uh, make sure to always keep while producing. Uh, while producing, of course, I'm not improvising when while producing the entire album, of course, but um, the process of how I think about things and how I try to translate that or transcribe that is what uh, is what I think um, is my signature uh, process or in a way sound also. Um, going going back to the live performance itself of this album especially that this performance is a live uh, audio video uh, so we had a a, um, a video art specifically produced for that album uh, that actually completes the entire album and the entire live experience donc i don't have a lot of margin uh, per se to really uh, go full fully uh, Okay, you still had to adhere to the visuals or the, the structure of, of, of that? Of okay. course, because it's, it, it follows a, sp a specific narrative and specific uh, passage that go from place right. to another. Because this, is, this was also the process of how the, the, video, the video art was produced. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I leave a bit of margin for me to, to, to add and interact with sounds live, but it's not as... Uh, as as free as I would like it to be in an ideal situation, of course. I understand. Um, and with with quite the recent relocation, now we're sitting here in in Montreal. How do you feel this change of environment has affected perhaps your your music and and art making? 
now being in a in a different space that was a, a very violent uh, shift in a, uh i mean a very violent move um i was lucky enough to be able to come here of course uh, because not everybody else uh, had the privilege to escape let's say um but yeah coming here on the musical i mean yeah just from musical perspective um i think this has given me the time and the space to actually look back uh, at everything that i have been producing and doing and really taking the time to analyze whatever i was producing uh, not review but analyze because in beirut uh, everybody's always running on troubleshoot mode so you don't really have that space nor time to actually think about these things like really think about these things um so coming here really uh was it was super tough to actually be able to face these things for the first time um it's a bit weird for me to actually talk about it right now <laughs> over the radio but still i mean uh, so. i mean um i mean yeah it's it was a bit weird for me to actually see and hear like with a bit of distance what was actually coming out uh, of me musically uh so yeah, it's an interesting process an ongoing process of course uh but yeah it's it's pretty interesting honestly to me as a personal uh, work well yeah just taking a taking a step back is and in this case a geographical one putting a lot of space in between does does allow for a for a time of reflection could be could be either positive or negative or or both at the same time probably mm-hmm. but if you yeah looking in the looking in the back mirror i guess um i'm curious to hear if there's any specific um milestones that has been um most important to you as an artist or a performer or when mentioning sort of highlights what comes to mind for you um i guess on a, as a as a career let's say on the email of course uh, because i don't like to use that word sure as a um, so yeah as a career i i think releasing uh three solo albums with no label no no manager no support whatsoever no funding no nothing um actually just just one i had a tiny bit of funding from beirut um and still being able to perform um and always remaining true to myself to my principles to everything i i believe in without compromising anything uh i think that for me is really important it's not about me making it on my own and all that that that's, that's whatever <laughs> but i mean the actual uh um possibility that i had and that i made sure to you know to actually produce was that was the fact that um there's always a way another way of doing things and that for me uh is always an interesting uh path to go uh to go to or to think about let's say um and maybe just maybe try to figure out another collective way of thinking about these things you know or seeing these things from different perspectives uh yeah 
So that for me is something, and also the the, the collective that we formed in uh, in Beirut for uh, female uh, and the the LGBTQI plus uh, non gender conforming society uh, and the music uh, scene, uh, and uh, yeah, that for me was a very very big milestone. We're still it's still ongoing work. There's so much to do and so little time, but uh, yeah, that for me also is uh, it was a milestone. For sure. That's a, a, a good range of, of different types of achievements, both for you individually, but, but for other communities that, that need those type of initiatives as well. So we talked about what, what's in the, in the back mirror, but I'm, I'm curious to hear if, if we're looking ahead with the eyes to the horizon instead. Um, you mentioned just before I, I hit record that you're, that you're uh, eager to start working on, on new material, but what, what else lies ahead for you um, yeah, when when putting the eyes onwards. Um, hopefully, I have I have a few a few dates uh, where I'll be touring. It's like mini touring. I just have a few dates in Europe. Again, crossing fingers and everything else. We get the visa on time because also mobility uh, <laughs> as a as an artist with a Lebanese passport is never easy. Right. Um, as always. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to that. I'm performing to a totally new audience uh, and uh, in venues of different sizes. For instance, uh, Roskilde Festival in Denmark, Luges Who in the Netherlands, and UTEC here, of course, and that's going to be a, a premiere. And that was something like really funny for me to, to see my name in that lineup. Whereas UTEC for me had always been like this very distant dream, like, oh, UTEC. <laughs> but I mean, it's funny to see that here. Now, I have a couple of dates also here as a DJ, playing as a DJ here in uh, Montreal. I'm also playing Picnic uh, in September. What else? What else? There were a couple of more dates, but I forgot about them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and there's also hopefully going to be a surprise uh, coming out uh, in early autumn. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, keeping our, our <laughs> eyes and ears open for, for all of those things upcoming then. Um, you also mentioned the, the, well, now the Mutech performance um, being an audiovisual set, including both the visual elements, as you mentioned, alongside the approaches that we've talked about, improvisation and your manipulation to sound. You also mentioned a, a sort of premiere, but I'm, I'm interested what we can expect um, of this combination in the context of, of the festival um, yeah, can one ask, is there, is there ideas of how, how that would look like or what one can, one can expect to see and hear? Um, I'll be performing my, my latest album, of course, Safala, but I'm, I'm also going to be introducing uh, compositions from my, my last EP. And uh, it's called Malign B9. Um, but the sounds there are as harsh as Safalas, of course, but they're more on the deconstructed club kind of, uh, you know, kind of a world. Um, and this also it would be a hint to the performance that is coming after me. Because okay. yes, of course, we're here to experience that and that and that, but we're also, you know, ready to stomp <laughs> a bit. And that is something that I'm, I'm ready, I mean, and willingly, uh, going for uh, at Mutech, trying both sounds in the same performance. Mm -hmm. 
uh, and the longer performance than I usually uh, perform during. And uh, yeah, so uh, I'm really hoping that it goes, uh, it goes well. The way it's planned too. Uh -huh. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Yay. <laughs> you just heard a talk with Lilian Schlela performing at this 23rd edition of the Mutech Festival. You can catch her as part of the Play 3 event August 27th at Société des Arts Technologiques.